the softer side. I'm your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice bring you the softer side, life transitions and relationship coaching. Join the live chat on YouTube every Wednesday and Friday at thesofterside.live. And we're back. Today's topic is positive thinking equals positive results. So how do we think positively? Well, it's important to try to do that because your mind is a powerful thing. And when you fill it with positive thoughts, your life will start to change in positive ways. Well, let's start with a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, We are Shelley and Toby. I am Shelley Carney, a certified wellness and life coach. And Toby is my producer and business partner. And he's also been a personal mentor for me. So I've learned a lot from him. And uh, we sort of coach each other, and that's the kind of relationship we have. For those of you listening on the podcast, you can find our YouTube channel at thesofterside.live, and we are live every Wednesday and Friday at 2.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Hope to see you in our chat room someday soon. Our member vault is full of great information from past videos uh, that cover things like dating, communication, connection, uh, long-distance relationships, all sorts of great information in there. And if you would like to find that content, go to esofterside.com. And you can also join our Facebook group, and that's just The Softer Side in Facebook groups. If you would like to have more of my attention, you can do that. All you have to do is go to esofterside.com, join the member vault, and schedule a free discovery coaching session with me, and we can talk about your specific needs during that call. So uh, you can find out more information on esofterside.com. I'm going to have Toby get started while I share the stream on my Facebook page, and I'll be right back with you. So um, as some of you who have watched any of our shows, you know that my father died when I uh, passed when I was uh, 11. But uh, he and his brothers, my uncles, owned a series of car dealerships. But uh, my, my father was a naturally born, natural born salesman. And he grew up as a salesman in that period where Dale Carnegie and his books were most positive because they really were targeted at salespeople. Uh, That was the idea behind them. If you look at the books that Dale Carnegie was writing, one of them was The Power of Positive Thinking. And so as I was growing up uh, in that period when you start realizing this big guy that hangs around a lot is your dad, and uh, I noticed that there was something very interesting about him, and that was he had a positive attitude. Uh, that that didn't mean there were times that he was upset or that he got didn't get angry. It just meant that for most of the time that I, I was around him, he was a very positive person. And I saw him in a bunch of different roles. I saw him as a father inside our house. I saw him as the CEO and uh, head of the business in Santa Fe. And I saw him out on the river uh, fishing. And in those days, uh, on those days that I saw him, I realized that no matter how the day turned out, whether he caught no fish, whether he made no sales, whether uh, my mother had uh, had uh, click on the bell to receive notifications. No, I turn it down, and now I had to turn it down again. And that no matter how bad the day was, uh, it was he always would consider it. And that was as upset as he got, that quiet time when he was thinking, and then he would 
then he would turn it around and take positive action. And what I realized was that positive mindset resulted in him taking positive action. So later in life, I started adopting that similar strategy. And I, I thought, uh, I don't know whether I mentioned you, but well, I'll tell the story in just a little bit about uh, how that happened. But I want to point out that my perception of the power of positive thinking uh, and, um, uh, and, and its potential. So positive thinking results in positive actions that result in positive results mm -hmm. uh, comes from the influence, that very little short time period of influence when uh, my father was around. Mm -hmm. And I think my sense is that happens to a lot of people, that a lot of people get a, a sense of that power of positive thinking from, you know, their parents. It's just the nature of thing, things. Mm -hmm. So, um, But anyway, that's where I acquired it, and I feel like it's helped me get through life. Okay. Well, I just wanted to share that uh, the things that I'm going to be talking about today, a lot of it comes from my life coach, Brooke Castillo. She has her own podcast, the uh, Life Coach uh, School podcast. Uh, if you're interested in hearing more about this topic or other topics that Brooke covers, you can find her podcast wherever you find podcasts, you know, Apple Podcasts and everywhere. Uh, so uh, kudos to her for sharing this model with all of us as her students. Uh, so it all starts with our thoughts. Thoughts lead to feelings, which lead to actions, which lead to results. So, and then the results that you see happening in the world physically demonstrate what you were thinking. So let's get into how that works. Is it a circumstance or is it a thought? You need to determine which one it is so that you can determine what you can do with it, right? Uh, a circumstance is a fact. A thought would be an opinion. Um, something that's out of your control is a circumstance. Something that is yours to control is a thought. Reality is a circumstance. Your perception of reality is a thought. What does the shirt say? The shirt says, trust me, when I woke up today, I had no plans to be awesome, but stuff happens. I first read this as I had plans to be awesome, but stuff happens. So uh, there was my perception, right? It wasn't reality. I saw what I wanted to see. Isn't that funny? Um, and that's how we, can, we need to look at things and take a really uh, good awareness to, uh, you know, a light bulb to our thoughts and make sure that are we seeing what we want to see or what's really there? Circumstances are things that happen in the world that we cannot control. Things like the past, other people's behavior, other people's health issues, uh, world events, and facts and numbers. Things that absolutely we cannot change, uh, like physics, the laws of physics, the law of gravity, things that we just can't change. They happen, they are, we can't change the past. We can uh, change our future based on what we've learned from the past, but we cannot change the past. That is a circumstance. So to figure something out, whether it's a circumstance or a thought, we must observe like a camera observes. A camera doesn't make judgments about what happened. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't have opinions about what happened. It just shows you the facts of the story. Um, a camera would detach meaning from the event and just report facts. Here's an example. A camera might show you that runner number 54 crossed the finish line first. That would be a fact. 
somebody who's watching that, who is not a camera and has opinions about it, might think runner 54 was destined to win because he was well-trained and the judges favored him. That might be in, written in an article that somebody taking a picture, like a reporter, took the picture of the man crossing the finish line, but then he had to add his own opinion to the story to make it a little more exciting for people and maybe uh, have some controversy. Uh, so, but we don't want, we want to know the difference is the important part. We want to know the difference between what the camera saw and what the person with the opinions saw. So thoughts are words and sentences that form in your mind, such as ideas, perceptions, and beliefs. A belief is just a thought that you keep on thinking. Uh, if you keep thinking, I'm, I'm old, I'm old, I'm old, I'm old, now it's a belief. I believe I'm old. <laughs> what is old? Old is a perception, right? Um, when you're 70, old might be 100. When you're six, old might be a 10-year-old. So it's a perception. Um, but if it's a thought that you continue to think, it becomes a belief. And you got to watch that because when those beliefs get ingrained in you, you sometimes don't realize that they're changeable. Filters and lenses of thoughts uh, can be negative or positive. So you, two people can observe the same uh, event. One can look at it very positively and one very negatively. Uh, perceptions of circumstances depend upon each person's experience, uh, where they're coming from in life, uh, what kind of day they're having, what kind of mood they're having, what kind of health they are in, if they're feeling good or if they're feeling uh, poorly. That's all going to uh, lead to a perception that is filtered through those uh, feelings. What you think determines how you feel. So if you see an event happening and you say in your mind, you think uh, that runner shouldn't have won. He, you know, didn't deserve it. That's totally a thought and that's totally a perception person next to you might think that runner totally deserved to win. They worked really hard for that and, uh, and they never gave up. So it is all about your perception of that event. Feelings. Feelings are caused by your thoughts. They are vibrations in your body. And it's important to allow all feelings, uh, not to judge your feelings as, oh, I don't want to feel fear. I don't want to feel um, unhappiness. I don't want to feel uh, grief. We have to feel all of our feelings because that's part of the human experience. Part of being human is to feel all of the emotions that are available to us. Uh, and then it's important that we allow them and we notice and name them. So we are aware of them. So if you're feeling really antsy and, and you don't know why, why am I so tense? And, and you can go back and think about, okay, what is this feeling? Am I tense? Am I afraid? Am I anxious? What is the name of this feeling that I'm having? And really observe it and name it. And then decide if you're going to react to that feeling. For instance, if you feel afraid when you're on a roller coaster, you're not so much going to react because you know you're on a roller coaster and you're going to say, I'm okay, I'm safe. Uh, you know, everybody who's been on the roller coaster today has been safe and I'm safe and I'll be okay. So uh, instead of being afraid, I'll be excited. So you can decide how you're going to react 
to that feeling, that vibration that you're having in your body. Next comes actions. Uh, feelings will spur you into actions. Actions include behavior. Uh, again, they're motivated by your feelings. They uh, can become habits if you just put your actions on autopilot. Sometimes that's good to do if it's uh, like hyg hygiene where you're, you know, showering, uh, brushing your teeth and uh, all the things that you need to do to get ready for the day. That could be all be habit and you don't need to think about it. But sometimes habits uh, become, become a problem and we'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, then actions are, can also be reaction or inaction. As you see, the, the two men on the, on the screen there, one is taking action in climbing a mountain. Uh, maybe that's a reaction to there's a bear on the ground or maybe it's just I feel like climbing a mountain today. Um, <laughs> Could be the one. The guy on the couch, eh, inaction, right? Definitely He's not like, a bear in the I am room. not climbing a mountain today. I am not going anywhere near bears. <laughs> I'm staying on the couch. So he has chosen inaction. And then we get to results. What we see in the world as a result of our actions, results, uh, things that we produce, uh, you know, circumstances that occur because of what we've done, actions we've taken, evidence for the original thought. So I can tell by what's happening that you're doing, what you're producing, what you've been thinking. And if, um, say, you're being unsuccessful in your business, as a result, go back to where we can go back to your thoughts and say, okay, what did you think here? You thought, I'm going to be unsuccessful at this. And then you predicted your own results at that point. So that's what we need to take a look at. Patterns. Patterns develop due to ingrained thinking, feelings, and habits. The habits that we talked about, uh, such as um, perhaps eating things when you're not feeling happy. Uh, you know, you, you might drink when you're feeling tense. Uh, you might yell at somebody when you're angry. These can be habits that are ingrained in us that we really need to step back and take a look at them and see if these are good habits for us or not. Uh, here is a thought process that is unhelpful. It does not serve the person who's thinking it. So they're thinking, I cannot lose weight. They're feeling depression and despair because of that thought. The action then they take is to overeat. And the result that they get is not losing weight, thus proving the first thought. So how do we change those thoughts? It's, we say, oh, I can change my thoughts. That's just how it is. Um, we can think, we can change our thoughts. And the first step is to be aware of our thoughts. The best thing you can do is journaling. Write down your thoughts. What am I thinking about this? What is the problem I'm working on today? And what do I think about it? Write everything down. All the positive, all the negative. Write it all out. Do a thought download on that problem. And then decide how do those thoughts make you feel? Which one is making you feel what you're feeling right now? Circle that thought. Circle that feeling Take a good look at those and see if that's something that you actually want to think and feel. 
And if not, then decide what you do want to think and feel. And let's go back to our I can't lose weight example and go into an intentional thinking model. And the thought would be, I will get medical, psychological, and social support, and I will lose weight. And that's a very confident approach. Uh, and, and that inspires one to be hopeful and determined and feel capable of doing what it is they want to do. And that leads to action, such as getting that support that they need. You know, sometimes, like in my case, I wasn't losing weight because my hormones were so far off. When I got tested by my doctor, it was found that my TSH levels were way high, uh, which meant I had uh, hypo, hyper, hypo, hypothyroidism, which meant I needed to take a particular medication to get that to uh, go back to normal ranges so that then it would be much easier for me to lose weight. That is a medical support that I needed. Um, I needed a social support. I had coaches. I've had uh, physical trainers. I've had diet coaches. And that's the social support I needed to help me get on track with what I was eating and how I was exercising. So when we get that medical, psychological, and social support that we need then it's much easier to lose weight. So the feeling of being hopeful and determined and capable and wanting to take action, uh, and then the action being getting that support and following the diets, then the result is the weight loss. And you see how the thought leads to the result. It's important to daily assess your thoughts. Look at your life. Are you getting the results that you want? If not, do that thought download. And when you daily assess your thoughts, you're going to feel better and more in control of what's going on in your life. You're going to create the desired results rather than the results that you did not intend. Uh, you're going to become conscious and deliberate about your goals and what you're doing with your day. You're going to remove that negative thinking, that beating up on yourself, that, oh, I can't do anything right, and I'm fat and ugly, and you're going to remove all of that because you're going to become conscious of it, and you're going to replace it with something that serves you. And then you're going to create positive thinking and emotions in your life, which lead to positive results. So here's my recommendations. Write down your thoughts. Do this every day. If you're having a problem or an issue that you need to resolve, write down your thoughts about that problem or issue. Write down all of them, the positive and the negative. And then think about how that makes you feel and allow your feelings to come up. Notice and name those feelings. Look at your results. See if the results are what you want, or if not, how can you change your thinking to get to a place where you're getting the results you do want. Replace those negative thoughts with positive ones. Write them down. Uh, put them up on your vision board or um, sticky notes, affirmations around your house. And whenever you catch yourself saying, uh, I can't lose weight, you know, you can look at that sticky note that says, I have support and I can lose weight. So replacing, replacing. So if you need additional support, uh, please do reach out. Join the Softer Side member vault at esofterside.com. Uh, 
Join our Facebook group, the Softer Side on Facebook groups. Uh, we have a podcast available if you'd like to download and listen to this uh, while you're walking or washing dishes or whatever. It's uh, available on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And the softerside.info at gmail.com is my email address if you would like to suggest future topics or have a uh, question you'd like to ask privately. If you are interested in having a free discovery coaching session and determining how your thoughts affect your results, please do contact me through the eSofterside.com and schedule a free discovery coaching session with me. In the live chat room, I hope that you will answer this question while Toby and I are having a discussion on today's topic. And that is, what results are you getting that you would like to change? You want to go to the full screen and we'll uh -huh. have sure. a discussion? So you had a story you wanted to share. So um, there was a point in my life where, like everybody, uh, it wasn't necessarily depression. It was just negative thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was busy with work. I was busy with raising a family. I was busy with coaching a soccer team. So there were a lot of things that had the potential to go wrong. You know, bad soccer season to, uh, I'm being shipped off to someplace I don't necessarily want to be anywhere. And I have to explain that to my family. Mm -hmm. And somewhere along the line, and I'm not sure exactly what happened to it. I don't know whether it was a coaching session or what. Uh, I was reminded of that story that I told about the the power of positive thinking. Mm -hmm. And so I did a couple of things. Uh, the One of the best books that I've read in my life is Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Ma Maintenance. And what the, the book is very detailed, and, and it's a storytelling book. It's actually a long story about this uh, gentleman's progression from depression through uh, what he calls sanity, a sane look at the world. And I think that's the challenge. The challenge is always having a sane look at the world, no matter how insane the world could be, right? There's th All you have to do is watch the news. And if you watch enough news, you end up pretty down about mm -hmm. you know, the world. Uh, so I think one of the important things is to figure out uh, the best way for yourself, for each individual, to get out of that negative thinking and move as quickly back to as positive thinking. Now, I, that doesn't mean you procrastinate and ignore the problems. Problems do need to be taken care of, but part of the process of positive thinking is the uh, taking action, like you said, mm -hmm. climbing the mountain. I'm not running away from a bear. I'm, I'm solving a problem, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's going to be things that pop up in our lives. The sooner you look at that from the positive perspective, I'm not saying, uh, you know, my mother passed away. Mm -hmm. And I'm just using it as an example. Uh, that can be very depressing for a sure. lot of people, but somebody has to take action. There are things that have to take place mm -hmm. in order for mourning to take place, in order to help the people who have to recover from this, recover quickly from it, and, and move on with their lives rather than get, getting stuck about it. So there's going to be negative things that happen in your life. And the the way not to reinforce that negative, to feed that negativity is to become negative yourself. Analyze what's negative about it and then figure out what positive actions you have to take in order to overcome that. And and that part is can be challenging. And that's where the Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance uh, comes in for me. Mm -hmm. Because my reaction to a uh, an event, a, and I'm not going to say catastrophic event, but a negative event, something that has negative results is to go to work right and i mean by go to work i wash the car i mow the lawn mm. i mm -hmm. clean the garage i sort my socks i you know there's a dozen things because that that 
period of Zen where you're just focused uh, uh, on whatever you're doing enables the positive part of your mind to kind of process through. I don't know the chemicals that it produces. I don't know what it is. But by the time I'm finished, you know, rolling my socks or whatever I'm doing, Mm -hmm. I have kind of a different attitude. And now I can resolve whatever issue came up before that. Mm -hmm. I I can start the plan, the take action plan. Well, that to me sounds like you're allowing your subconscious to solve problems while you know your body's busy doing some habit and, and it does i mean because that opens that's that's part of the nature of zen is mm-hmm. it's is the meditation mm-hmm. that enables you to empty your mind to clear your mind and allow whatever is positive about your life and you know I, did we talk about this on the show where one of the best things that you can do you said make a list of 25 things you want right mm-hmm. and then you said and make sure the 25 the first 10 of those 25 things are things you already have mm-hmm. right and so part of that zen component is allowing the positivity that is in your life you're 70 and you're healthy and you're alive you have a little <laughs> house you have a little truck all those positive things to come back in and that reinforces the idea that you've managed to get this far with that kind of positivity how hard can this be <laughs> right mm-hmm. how big a problem is this and mm-hmm. then how do we go about resolving it mm-hmm. so i i think that's part of it i think that that part of allowing yourself the luxury of not thinking about it just emptying your brain doing something completely different mowing the lawn washing the car folding your socks and allowing your brain to clear itself of those negative thoughts and start uh, reinforce start filling itself with the positive things in your life that gives you the strength and the confidence that you need to solve whatever the problem is and and again as you get older you start to realize there is no problem in your life that is insoluble right it has a solution uh, it's just that you need the, the the actions that you have to take can be progressively more dramatic mm-hmm. you know i sit in a lot of va hospital waiting rooms <laughs> and I end up talking to a lot of VA, a lot of veterans mm-hmm. uh, from the period of time that I was the Vietnam era, especially. And I'm always amazed at how negative they are about their relationship with the VA. Mm. Now it's hard; they never have appointments. It's it's real, and it's hard to listen to them because my reaction is wanting to say to them, "I don't know where you're coming from. These guys, these people are really good to me." Mm-hmm. But it's good to hear that because mm-hmm. they do have their perspective. And I, what I do, I, I take the approach that we talked about before this, and I say, well, here's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I make my appointments in advance. I make sure I go to my appointments. When they require a blood test, I do that. I give them the data they require from the various devices that I'm connected to. You know, <laughs> I, I tell them what I do, and, and honestly, I've had a very good experience working with the VA, mm-hmm. and, and they've kept me alive this long, so... I think that would be the difference between taking responsibility for uh, your part of the deal mm-hmm. rather than being a victim of circumstances. Right. Yeah. yeah, We can all say that we're a victim of some kind of circumstance, right. or we can just say, you know, that was a thing that happened, and here is how I choose to think about it and how I choose to right. feel about it and how I choose to react to that. Yeah. Those are all our choices. We don't have to choose to be a victim. We can choose to be proactive or to feel grateful for the good things that we have. And that took place for me in the late 30s, early 40s. And it was literally one of those... Like, Your age, you mean, not, yeah, not the 1930s. Not the, yeah, I guess <laughs> uh, my age when I was when I was in my 30s or, or my 40s, probably the 30s. And ever since then, after that, life got easier, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Life always seems to struggle until you're about your mid thirties, and then you have that moment of zen. Mm-hmm. As you go like, well, this what I I've been in places that were a lot harder than this, right? You know, and then it gets easy after that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think the other thing too is is uh, I think some people go through life fearing life, mm-hmm. and others go through life looking forward to life. Mm-hmm. And I think if you have that positivity about, oh, this is really exciting. I know it's not a long time in the grand talk context of the evolution of the universe. It's only 70 years. It's one little grain of sand in time compared to a you know an entire beach of, <laughs> of the uh, longevity of the universe. But, you know, the best thing to do is if you're going to have 70 to 100 years here, maybe longer as, as we live longer, uh, that's all you got. So you might as well make the best of it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So. And positive thinking can help us do that, uh, to feel positively about things. You think positively about them, and you're grateful for the good things, and uh, you focus on the good things, I think. Um, doesn't mean there aren't negative things. It just means uh, you do what's necessary to capitalize on the positive things. So, for instance, uh, we were spending a lot of time on our other channel, A Gypsy's Kiss, and I was getting progressively more and more frustrated that I wasn't able to spend more time doing uh, business on my, you know, working on my business or, you know, developing other channels and being creative in other areas. So, you know, together we came to the idea that uh, it would be good for me to cut back on that so that I can focus on those other things and not feel so frustrated. And then the the one show that I'm, you know, continuing to do, I can feel more positive about it because it's only the two hours a week instead of, you know, so much of my time. Well, you say together, uh, but it took you taking the initiative to trust our relationship enough to say, I want to focus on something else. Yeah. You know, I'm not dumping at Gypsy's Kiss. I'm not leaving you or not breaking up. I just want to work on my own channel and I want to work on this other channel. Mm-hmm. So it started with you or you, you, whatever, whatever meditative process. That you well, I decided, you know what? I came to a place in my life where I decided and I realized that I'm responsible for my own success. You mm-hmm. are not. Right. You are not responsible if I am successful or not. That's mm-hmm. not on you. And I sometimes would assign that to you. Mm-hmm. I would give that job over to you, and that's wrong. I should not ever give that kind of job. Nobody else can make me happy. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can be responsible for my success or failures. It's got to be me. That way I can take control of it. And and once you came to that conclusion, it's easy to have the conversation with me because you can say that. Mm-hmm. You, you, and I don't. you actually didn't say what you just said. <laughs> you said... I need to focus more on the softer side. I'd like to focus more on the uh, it's not a restoration. And and there was nothing about that that I could say, well, that's not fair. You know, <laughs> that, that it just didn't seem, my response was, okay. Well, plus the fact that it came to you with a decision already made. Yeah, I think yeah. you've always appreciated that. And I know that you always have a lot of difficulty when I've been wishy-washy about right. things. And, and, and I would say, well, what do you think or what mm-hmm. you want? And you'd be like, this is your decision. Mm-hmm. You need to make it. Yeah, you, just, <laughs> so you just tell I me. I did. <laughs> yeah, you tell me what you want or you want to do. And I can tell you how I can contribute, how I can help. 
mm-hmm. without actually doing it myself. Yeah. I, I'm not going to build out the softer side for you. No. It doesn't make sense. You You've got to do that. But I've got a studio that I can offer in terms of support. I've got advice that I can give. I can sit next to you on this program. And that's what I can do. Yeah. But I can't build out and that And I can't business. tell you how exciting it is to to take on the the, the the responsibility of my own success, knowing that I have the support of you, of Kevin, of my coaches, uh-huh. of my friends. And, you know, whenever I get to a place where I'm just like, I'm, I'm kind of lost or I don't know if I should continue in this direction, uh-huh. I can just reach out to that support uh-huh. system and, and uh, they will help me continue on so that I can reach success. And the other thing about your support system is you hope that your support system, whoever they are, is as positive about life as you are. Well, that's what you do. You cultivate that, right? right? You cultivate that support system that is positive, that is supportive, and, and, you know, you provide that in return. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, good. All right. So let's get back into the chat room and see if we have any uh, questions so, or comments. So uh, Davio is in the chat room. Jennifer Norrid's in the chat room. Uh, Davio says positive is a way. It draws positivity or positive to you. Mm-hmm, that's Jennifer right. Jennifer Nord gives us the thumbs up. Davio says positivity is the heart of confidence. We agree on that. Very good. Sam is in the room from the UK. Good evening, he says. Hey, Sam. Um, Davio gives us a bunch of positive Emojis, I guess that's a good way to describe Jeep Carol Jody's in the room. She says, hey. such good ideas, uh, Shelley. Davio says, money makes life. I'm not sure I agree with that. but what, Money? What? Yeah. Well. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't finish the sentence. It says, money makes life go. Makes life go. Interesting. With that, and then he follows that up with, without money, it's a struggle. It can be. We can talk more about that in a future video. But um, I was listening to one of uh, Brooke's podcast today about uh, abundance assets. And I'd really like to get into that because it was so good. Uh, Talking about how our most important assets in life are our brains, our time, and our money. And in that order, so uh, that we could make money using our brains and our time. Or, you know, where we should invest our money. We should invest it first in our brains and then in making more valuable use of our time and it's just a really great uh, great concept sam uh says that sam leno says thank you it's nice to be reminded of these things chief girl jody says i wish i learned this long ago but mm-hmm. yeah if i need some money i ask the universe for it and somehow it always shows up <laughs> well that's great that's great uh sam says it's good to think positive but oh so easy to fall back into the opposite mm-hmm. just have that awareness and write things down well, it's an, and I think uh, part of what Shelley suggests when she says journaling, to me, journaling has always been a form of Zen uh, meditation as you uh, develop these things. And it's one of the things that I do, Shelley will tell you that, you know, we both carry notepads with us. And when I need to plan out something, that's the first thing that I do. But for me, the action, uh, doing something, being busy is what helps me the, the most. So try it. I mean, if you're not good at journaling, because some people are not good at journaling. I'm, I'm not good at journaling. I'm, I'm good at list making. It's very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, the, that meditative, the meditation that's required that comes as a result of journaling is for me uh, just doing something, you know, something productive. I don't mean just I, 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 running or cycling helps, but I don't always have the option of doing that. So sometimes literally it is the act of folding my socks, you know, rolling my socks that Gives me, clears my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, Jeep Girl Jody says, I say it in my head and try to be logical and specific. Universe, I need 100 bucks. <laughs> it's a specific. And an, an ATM appears right in front of me. Uh-huh. Uh, the next day it will show hey, up, she says. would you do that for me? Yeah, well, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> you sound like you're Jeep really good says, at it. <laughs> Jeep Girl says, try it, Davio. See if it works for you. Uh, Sam says, I am enjoying Shelly. Uh, Shelly's reminder of thinking, moving in a positive direction. And Jeep Girl says, thinking about being positive and acting positive. That's that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, very easy to fall into the negative thinking trap. It is, especially if you hang around with people who think that way, or if you're watching programs on television that uh, spout a lot of fear and uh, divisiveness, we begin to become a part of that and we begin to really think negatively about the other side and uh that that can damage us so we got to watch that we're not doing that too much and we just pull away from that um and when we're around people who are negative maybe they're co-workers maybe we don't have a big choice about who you know hanging out with them or not because they're right there working next to us and they're being negative um the best thing you can do is to counter their negativity with positivity and just continue to um, put up that boundary of not accepting their thoughts as your own thoughts. Uh, but I appreciate all of you for being here with us today, for all your great questions and comments in the chat room. And again, uh, please, if you would like to have a coaching discovery session and talk more about how thoughts lead to results, um, you can join me through eSofterSide.com and um Look for that discovery call and go ahead and schedule that. Uh, Do you have a good time? I did have a good time. Yeah. 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 All right. I, I like that you asked me those questions. That, you know, have I have to think about it. Yeah. You know, what's gives you an opportunity yeah. to talk about something different. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, again, thank you for being here and for the softer side. I'm your transitions coach, Shelly Carney. Thank you for listening to the softer side. Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. Please write to us with questions or ideas for future shows at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and visit the free member vault for more great tips and ideas. At